groups of this. Thank you. Okay. All right, we are recording episode number two. Woo! So uh, this is episode number two of Autistic Talk. Um, we would like to welcome you to our podcast. We are Rose, Raina. Do you want to do the sponsorship since you can say it better than me? Um, and our sponsor is Wilderwood Equine Therapy and Rescue. All right. So as you know, or hopefully you know, April is Autism Acceptance Month. Um, I am personally thrilled that some companies have changed over to Autism Acceptance Month and not Awareness Month. And we've had quite a, a quiet month. I mean, at least comparatively to others, I don't feel attacked as much as an autistic yeah. as I, I have wonder, in the past. I wonder if it's to do with um, advocating or just because of the whole pandemic. I don't know. I wonder that too. Um my blog autistic talk uh, um, sorry my blog autistic and teaching sorry <laughs> um I've had quite a bit of traffic on it like people sharing the polls and stuff that I've done and honestly it's I've had a lot more good responses I mean of course I've had bad responses too but like I was kind of terrified about the responses that I would get and I'm happily surprised that I've gotten good ones. Well, hopefully this is a big step for us as autistics. Right. It, it, it finally feels like a lot of, a lot of the comments I've been getting were, have been, I did not know there was an adult community, which yeah. is surprising because where did they think we went once we turned 18? <laughs> but like, just the fact that people are finding us and like, oh, there's an adult community, okay. Yeah. Um, Plus a lot of people now are realizing once their kids are diagnosed, oh wait, that's just not neurotypical. Right. I, must, I might also be autistic. Right. I, I have a cousin who was recently diagnosed because her kids were diagnosed and she, she noticed a lot of her own behaviors within her kids. So we're out there. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, I don't know. Did you notice the police department that changed their symbol? Like they came out with obviously the puzzle. And autistic advocates told them how horrible it was. And then the police department came out with this big old post talking about all the autism acceptance stuff that they had learned. They apologized to the autistic community. They said that they were going to fix it. And they did. Oh, wow. I mean, the last I saw that they had just posted, not the police department, but people were posting asking for help to mm-hmm. educate the, that police department yeah they they posted a post saying that they were going to change it obviously they haven't changed the badge yet but 
they've promised to change the badge. It saddens me if you read on the comments of the post that there are a lot of upset individuals who are very upset on the idea of autistic advocates changing the narrative and that we've ruined their month because it's supposed to be awareness month and we've ruined their month. Sorry about the dogs. No, it's fine. They must have seen. Oh, yep. They've seen the cat sister. Their, their mm-hmm. sister. Their cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was just that. <laughs> She's teasing them. Sorry. <laughs> she fine. likes to sit in front of the fence and just. <laughs> All right. Um. So it's good that people are realising that we're actually not, you know, we don't vanish after we turn 18. I mean, I, I assume some people wish we did because, you know, <laughs> ableism. Yeah. Sorry, they did. I was on the train of thought, and then the dogs started barking, and then oh, oh, I had said something about like um, the police on the police department's comments how a lot of people, neurotypicals, especially parents, are saying how autistic advocates have ruined Autism Awareness Month for them because we've stolen their month. We've, we've stolen their month. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> there's so much to say about that, but there's also, there's no surprise that this was going to happen. Like, what did they think was going to happen? Like, most of us were diagnosed or the earliest of us were diagnosed probably in the 80s, 90s. That's when they started like diagnosing quite a few of us. So what did they think was going to happen once you grew up? We we're just going to be like, hey, thank you for doing all this stuff for us. Thank we're going to step for, back. Thank, thank you for putting it in abusive therapies and, you know. Thank you for deciding our language. Thank you for deciding what was insulting to us when it's not. Yeah. Thank you for saying that we were a puzzle. (laughs) And that we were a missing piece of humanity. The funny thing is neurotypicals are the ones that are puzzling. Like they're confusing. Right. They have like these hidden rules. Like, I'm more comfortable talking to you and yeah. than a neurotypical person. Fuzz also feels comfortable talking to us. <laughs> Good. As he should. It reminds me of this thing that used to be around in the early 
2010s, cats have Asperger's and dogs have ADHD. I, I, <laughs> I low-key didn't like that. Why are we being compared to animals? I know. But my brother, my stepbrother, fully leaned into it because he was... Uh, he's a sensory seeker mm. and he used to lick people like and purr like a cat. <laughs> but I don't know if that's because he's got, because he's autistic or just because he's the baby of the family and gets a lot of the attention. <laughs> so... What was the other thing that we were going to talk about? Oh, autistic companies, shows, organizations, pages. So did you did you want to bring that up since it's your thing? Um, so there's been really a massive uh, – the Yellow Ladybug's Facebook page has become pretty viral – internationally lately during this month I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. um and it's pretty good because it's a autistic I'm pretty sure it's autistic run or they have a lot of input from autistic people and it's mainly for AFAB people Right. Who usually go undiagnosed. Mm-hmm. I, and it's Australian. <laughs> I've seen um, a lot more people mentioning that the yellow ladybug is are the aut- new autism symbol, which is a good thing that they're going to the yellow ladybugs. But I think they're kind of getting confused on the new symbol by saying it's a ladybug. And I'm like, no, no. Yellow is the color. Ladybug is not the symbol. Ladybug is the organization symbol. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's nice that they're trying. Yeah. It's better than being associated with Autism Speaks. Right? It's it's better than being associated with a puzzle. Yeah. I'm so puzzling. <laughs> Nobody can ever figure me out. And not only am I puzzling, just for fun, I threw away four pieces, so you'd never be able to figure me out. <laughs> I reckon that's probably why they say that. <laughs> <laughs> they think that we threw away the puzzles so they couldn't figure us out. They're like, what do they do to themselves? Um, I've also noticed that the Autism Society of America yeah. um, has changed autism acceptance it, from autism from autism awareness to autism acceptance. And they're really putting forth autistic voices. They had a like a Facebook Live the other day where they talked about um, 
where the autistic individuals, they had four of them, talking about what autism acceptance meant to them. So I like that they're trying. I also noticed that they slyly, very coyly took away the puzzle piece symbol and now they are the United States flag. (laughs) So it's like very coy, like we didn't do anything. We're just uh, celebrating being American over here. (laughs) But that's a very good way of getting the no fuss, nothing, just no more puzzle piece. It's not even a puzzle piece anymore. It's the American flag. That's it. Yep. Like, they're like, no, the, the puzzle piece is gone. Don't know where it went. We're American. <laughs> <sighs> but it's that that's good because a lot of the autism martyr parents are also very conservative. So they'd be like, okay, cool. Yep. I, I know because that's the organization that I work with, at least my local chapter. That I know that at least the local chapter, I can't speak for the like big one, that they're actually really trying to get more autistic voices and they acknowledge some of the faults that they had in the past. They weren't very smart and they weren't very listening to us and that they're trying to make up for it, which is really hard for them to make up for it when nobody wants to help them. You know, like there's, like they're like, hey, we want autistics, and then there's no autistics want to help them because of their past, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe you probably you you might have helped that with that starting with your local chapter, and they're like to the the bigger organization the parent group. Yep, that's what the parent group. They're probably like, hey, we should do this. Yeah, I don't know. I have only been involved with them for about a year, so we'll see. Um, I think this is the Jimmy Kimmel thingy. Yep. I think I think like the biggest controversy that's been happening in the autism community is the very big next for autism situation that's been going down. Um, there you was- don't know. Uh, autism speaks too, aren't they? I believe that there is, they're like in the same realm. Next, let's see. Next for autism. Um, it looks like they're their own charity. Ah, uh, yeah. Seems like, but they both support ABA. Yeah, uh, it says their mission is uh, Next for Autism is transforming the national landscape of services for people with autism by strategically designing, launching, and supporting innovative programs. We believe individuals with autism have the potential to have a life-fulfilling, productive lives and uh, when supported by excellent services connected to the communities. We continually ask what is next for those on this autism spectrum. So well, the biggest red flag for me when you were reading that is people with autism on the spectrum. Yep. And then it continues. It, that's not the end of their mission. Oh. Uh, while, 
while many organizations engage in advocacy or to fund scientific research, Next for Autism addresses the needs for people with autism and their families across the country. Right now, we create and support exponential educational, clinical, vocational programs, all cutting edge, all with eyes towards affecting fundamental shifts in the current approaches to autism services. And that's it. Uh. So they went straight from the people on the with autism on the spectrum to pretty much slamming advocates uh-huh. for not doing enough. Uh-huh. Because all we do is advocate. We, we don't give people resources. No, because most of the resources at the moment aren't appropriate. Mm-hmm. So it looks like last year they had a revenue of about a million dollars. A million dollars. Uh-huh. And that money could have gone to something better than that. Yeah. Which I don't understand because they had a, a revenue of a million dollars, but it says total expenses was about $4 million. So how is so they're trying to say that they used more than they got. That's probably not true. Right. And then it says that they they pay their administrator $350,998, which doesn't make sense to me if you're only saying that you're bringing in a million dollars. 300,000 is a that's, lot of money. That is more. That is. That's almost half. That's probably what? 10 times what the average American gets per year. Yep. Oh, yeah. They, they do say they have a deficit. Expense uh, deficit for the year. Yeah, because they're paying their administration $300,000 a year. Where do they think the money's going? I mean, take off the three and give them the 50 grand. Come on. That, 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 that sounds reasonable for someone. I mean, I'm a teacher. Yeah. I make 46. 50 grand doesn't sound that unreasonable. Like, it's still even a lot of money. Gave, even if they gave them a hundred thousand, that's still a lot more than everybody gets. Right. I mean, if you take like the teacher expense, because we're like the bottom of the totem pole of, you know, every all the money. If forty six thousand dollars is the bottom, why are you giving them anywhere over or close to a hundred grand? Especially with the charity, because the charity should be exactly charity should be voluntary, not paid. Yeah, it's like the whole um, Salvation Army thing. Mm -hmm. They get paid, right? Uh, Like that's one of the things I like about 
being part of my local chapter is like I'm a board member but I don't get paid exactly. none of the board members get paid it's all voluntary like this should be like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars that is a lot of money yeah sorry I'm putting his collar on <laughs> but it's to me it's really disappointing that Jimmy Kimmel has started this thing which I'm sure he's like hey I'm gonna do something better than autism speaks what's better but instead of doing that he's like took in a u-turn and found the next best thing to autism speaks no pretty much and he's working with autism speaks Mm -hmm. anyway right and then it's get they've already raised a million dollars so they because of jimmy kimmel they raised what they raised last year exactly so they can they can pay their administration now (laughs) they can give them a raise Yeah, he's six hundred thousand and fifty instead of three hundred thousand. I'm I'm on the um, Daily Mail, which is talking about this uh, next for autism thing, and it's saying that critics—they're calling us critics—of say autism speaks and next by extension support uh, applied behavioral analysis which they describe as torture and abusive oh they the people who have experienced the therapies okay so you're not going to listen to the people who've actually had this abuse put on them that sounds a bit victim blamey mm-hmm It says autistic TikToker Paige Lale said that they work towards preventing autism, aka prenatal screening for autism, aka aborting specifically autistic babies. What? That's what it says that next for autism. (laughs) Eugenics. Yeah, but they're, they're making it seem like, oh. We're we're crazy because we don't want to be aborted. They're making it seem like we're pro-life because we don't want eugenics. Mm-hmm. And then it says, "Next for Autism" has criticized the critics. So now the critics are getting the criticism. So by <laughs> saying by saying that the critics of them are spreading outrageous misinformation oh misinformation that you want to kill us <laughs> well this is just so unbelievable i but love this believable i love this sentence in here rubber a former nasa engineer with a son with autism, announced the event on his YouTube last week. <laughs> with a son with autism. That is so long and unnecessary. Too many words. All right, I can fix that for them. Rubber, a former NASA engineer with an autistic son. 
wow nice <laughs> and, and the fact is they say that we're not autistic if we can speak and then they make the words that they want to tell us so many how would the people even be able to speak them anyway with a son with autism It says that he is uh, teaming up with a comedian named Jimmy Fallon, uh, writer Robert Samuel and his wife, Michelle Samuel. And they have stated that autism awareness is such a personal cause for my family, he said. It is inspiring to team up with Jimmy and Robert to create an unprecedented opportunity to bring a traditional entertainment stars with some of the biggest YouTube creators. I don't think we've ever seen these worlds unite on a scale like this before. The best part, it is all being done for those who are well-deserving. I just love how they're all white men. All white passing men. It's just like... Jack Black, John Oliver, Andy Samberg, Paul Rudd, Mr. Beef, Zach Galifagalakis. Sarah Silverman, <laughs> Jerry Crew, Terry Crews, Marquez Brownlee is oh. sponsored by White Castle, Tommy Hilfiger, Thai Beanie Babies, and New York License Life Investments. And probably Autism Speaks the way they're going. Or are they still considered a charity? No. It says the promote to promote its goals next partners with Autism Speaks. Okay, so they're still considered a charity. I wonder how much the CEO gets paid of Autism Speaks. It says many neurodivergents have have gone as far to call Autism Speaks a autism hate group, saying it focuses on the wrong things while it should be uplifting and providing resources for autistic people. A large number of people in the autistic community insist that autism organizations should prioritize improving the quality of life of autistic people in a manner that is led by and started desires of those with autism, not by, the great, by what greater society thinks. And then it has a whole bunch of tweets by autistics that are basically calling them out. Like it has what it says, a reminder, autism is, there is no cure for autism. We are as fine as we are. There's no sick or ill charities and we don't need Autism Speaks or Next for Autism. They're incredibly ableist and working towards a cure even though there's very little of the donation money that goes towards the cure. Well, I just looked up what the president of Autism Speaks makes per year. $642,000 a year. That is twice what the other person makes. So I I think I want to put this in. Um, Let me screen share this with you. It says that this is a, a TikToker. It's Paige. You probably know who Paige is. I know who Paige is. 
but they they put Paige here. Um, yeah. And they put her on their thing. So let's watch. Loading. Stop scrolling. I'm going to need y'all to boost this one. I don't know if you guys know recently, but Mark, Mark Rober made a video about his son being autistic. The video is not that great, but what's worse than that is him and Jimmy Kimmel and all of these celebrities and more hosting a fundraiser to go towards an organization called Next for Autism. This organization funds autism hate groups like Autism Speaks, funds ABA therapy, works towards preventing autism, aka prenatal screening for autism, aka aborting specifically autistic babies, aka eugenics. Despite the autistic community being really upset about this, only a few celebrities have pulled out and so far they've raised almost a million dollars. So we're making our own. On the same day, April 30th from 4pm to 12am EST, a bunch of my autistic TikTok friends and I will be hosted by Beck Spectrum in a Twitch live stream donation event dedicated to ASAN, which is an organization that we actually like. I personally will be guesting from 8 to 9 p.m. We may not raise a million dollars, but we really want to raise awareness and raise our voices. We are sick of neurotypicals talking over us. We deserve to call the shots on our own disorder. Please consider donating and please spread the word. We hope to see you there. And that's Beck. It'll be hosted by Beck Spectrum. B E C K. S P E C T. I'm trying to think of how to spell spectrum. <laughs> um, and no, I can't find it. We'll. Um. We can put a link to Beck Spectrum's Twitch account in the thing. Right. I will try getting this out before. I will try getting this out before the uh, the event happens, so that people could actually go to the event and. Um, donate to a cause that is sponsored by autistics for autistics and yep. i th i think that would be a very good thing to get out there i've just um, sent you the link to bex okay in um, messenger so you can add it i think are, i think we're on the dear audi Portion. Um, let me pull up some of the questions people submitted to us. Oh, we actually got questions. <laughs> yeah, we got them on our Facebook group, the women's support group. Yep. And I, I'm sorry, my brother decides he wants to call it weird. <laughs> Doesn't he know I'm busy? All right. Okay, so we have eight comments. Um, our first one for Ask Audie is, what do you do when someone else's sims or trigger, uh, triggers your own sensory overload? 
So I've had to deal with this with my partner because he's ADHD, so he fidgets. What I do is I try to go away from where he is or I do my own stim. Yeah. Help distract. I mostly, um, a lot of this happens with my students. Like I have students who have like the pen tapping one that that, like bugs me so bad. Like that's my pet peeve along with it's going to make me, it's going to drive me batty. (laughs) So I, I kind of have to either ask them like if it's really getting not on just on my nerves but like on others like hey can we maybe pat this somewhere where it's not making so much noise so you can still stim but it's not like where that that noise is sending everybody else into sensory overload or can we maybe uh, substitute it for one of your other stims maybe that will help like not taking away or shaming the stem or making yeah. them realize that this is also causing problems for other people that are also in the room. So maybe we can substitute it or change it so it's not making so much noise if that's what's the trigger or um, like maybe putting, I don't know, you can see uh, Rose, but like, like putting something cloth underneath it so it's not like on wood. So you're still doing the motion. You're still doing the stem. It's just not, you know, the noise. Yeah. The big thing is we we can't do the quiet hands. No. Yeah, no. I I, I detest teachers that are like, quiet hands, quiet feet. It's like, don't, don't say quiet hands. Like, give them something else to do so they're still stimming exactly not doing a stim that is going to drive everyone else in the room batty yeah because that's also not fair to everybody else yeah especially when they're taking a test because i noticed that that's like the stim (laughs) everybody has but like it's it's a stress right stress anxiety induced one and it's not just the it's not just the neurodivergent kids. It's the neurotypical kids. They're all doing yep. it, and they're not on beat. <laughs> like at least <laughs> at least if they were gonna play the drums, they get on beat together. <laughs> See, but that's like, the big thing that people don't realize. Neurotypicals also steep. Yeah, I think with neurotypicals though, like eventually the teachers. Or they themselves realize, hey, this isn't appropriate. Let me not do it. Yeah. But even if, I mean, I think I've heard that anxiety isn't neurotypical because it's a brain chemical imbalance. So even if you think you're neurotypical, you might not actually be neurotypical. Yeah. I, I even have students who... Because they used to do the the pin tapping all the time, and they have found a new stem, and I kind of like it. They have our school has they we call them wobbles. They're chairs that 
basically look like a stool, but at the bottom is kind of like circular, so they wobble. I've seen <laughs> on Facebook. They look so, they would have been so handy when I was a child. Right? So like the kids who would rock on their chairs and then get told, oh, don't do that, you'll hit your head. They would have been so good. Right? So there's so many kids who do use the wobbly. And I love it because not only does it help them, like, but they're, they're also stimming because they're like wobbling about, wobbling about all over the place and then it also helps the sleepy kids too so i know that's not stimming but it helps them you can stim to stay awake (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) i i think uh i think so somebody had a follow-up question so what do you do when your child um, causes you to go to insensory overload due to their steps? Um, a big thing is ask for help from your people. If you have family or friends that can take the child for 15 minutes, a couple of hours, use them. Utilize the help. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with asking for help. Or even putting them in an activity that they enjoy. Exactly. I know, or I know childcare. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Childcare shouldn't be shamed. If you need to use childcare mm-hmm. to help you, do it. I know as a kid, I loved when my mom would take me to the roller skating rink because I liked going in circles. I, 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 it was a stimming, stimming yeah. behavior for me. So... She would just drop me off at the skating rink and she signed me up for, to, for classes to learn how to skate better. And, you know, I had a ball. I didn't, I didn't make friends there. Like, I was the weird kid learning how to do all the tricks. <laughs> um, another one says that she feels like a jerk um, when her child uh, sends her into sensory overload. And she wanted to know if that was a abnormal thing was to be sentenced to be sentenced to sensory overload due to your child. No, I'm pretty sure that's normal from what I've seen from other people in the group. Yeah. I mean, we're both childless, so for now. Um, but is your you're only human if you feel overloaded. Because of your child, there's no shame. You shouldn't feel mm-hmm. guilty, even though you probably will still feel guilty. You're only human. They're only human. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has to get along 24-7. Yep. Um, that was the remainder of those questions. Uh, we actually have Wilderwood is putting on a ask an autistic type of scenario. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> they are doing it. I'm, I'm looking. Oh, she's posted about Kim, Kim Rhodes. Oh, here it is. So 
Ask an Autistic by Wilderwood is actually going to be put on April the 28th, um, 6 to 8 p.m. She says that the event currently is 100% full. So all the parents' spots have filled out. Um, she is having autistic individuals uh, on the panel, one of which I am. Um, the other autistic individuals are... Let's see. She doesn't list them. I know one is Shireen, but I can't for the life of me remember what the uh, who the other autistic individual is. I haven't met her before. But um, we are going to be answering parent questions. So if you are in the area and you would like to hear firsthand from autistic individuals, you can come to Ask an Autistic. Um, she says that spots are filling up for May. So do so quickly. It, the event is free. So, And the date for May is? Um, <laughs> it does not say on her website. Yeah, it doesn't say on her website. But, oh, May 26th. May 26th is the next date. So if this is either not out before then or because the spots are full for the 28th of April, mm -hmm. 26th and, of May, yeah? Yep. And if you yep. don't, if you can't make it or if you're not local, I will be posting on our Facebook page um, the video because she is recording it for our parents to be able to, to watch. And it would be good if you if you do miss it or something comes up or you're international, mm -hmm. like me, you can still watch it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess that's all we have for this episode of Autistic Talks. Um, do, do, you have, do you have anything more is that... Um, no, I think that should be it. We've covered pretty much everything we had planned. Okay. So <laughs> I guess we could do our log off. Um, that is it for episode two of Autistic Talks. I will see you next time. Again, I am Rena. And I'm Rose. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.